Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. On today's podcast, my guest is John Sue. John is a graduate of the University of Toronto with a Bachelor of Science Honors double major in biology and psychology. John's a highly motivated, versatile, and hybrid technology recruitment leader with extensive years of experience in full cycle recruitment, team building, vendor management, HR strategy, and process improvement. John has worked at TD Bank, Royal Bank of Canada, where we met, Scotiabank, and now with Trupanio, the largest, fastest growing player in the pet medical insurance space. John lives in Toronto with his wife, their two kids, and pet, Choco. When not working, he loves to travel, learn new technology, and spend time at the cottage. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Brian. I'm thrilled to be here. Me too. It's been a while, and I'm so excited to catch up with you. So to get to know you a little bit better for our listeners, I put together some rapid-fire questions. So uh, we'll start there. So what are your pronouns? My pronouns are he and him. Okay. And what is your superpower? Wow, great question. My (laughs) superpower is my nickname, X Factor. So as people call me all the time. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I love that. Uh, fact, uh, favorite smell? Oh, that's a good question as well. Um, I feel, I think the scent, the scent, uh, the fresh lemon, I really, really love it. Oh, yeah. Such, the citrus smell is so fresh and nice. Yeah, lemons especially. Yeah. That's awesome. So what is the best compliment you've ever received? So this is, I have to, I have to say, as one of the, one of the past candidates made the best compliment for me when I were when I work in a staff agency, she said, John, how did you find my profile out of nowhere? <laughs> I feel this is the best compliment so far. Yeah. So you're good at what you do. That's for sure. Um, what about go-to snack? Wow. So as you know, Brian, our family love Costco. So I usually get the crunchy kettle corn, uh, corn from the Costco all the time. Yeah, that is that is addictive, isn't it? It's so good. Yes. Um, favorite subject in school? I would say geography because I have a super memory and can memorize every capital city for all countries around the world. Wow, that is a talent. Holy, I don't think I could name four. <laughs> That's great. So maybe maybe next next time we can try it all together. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do that. Um, do you have a favorite holiday? Yes, I do. Um, I would say uh, Lunar Chinese New Year, because I remember when I was small, we always waiting for this day because we always get red envelopes from all the elders and the seniors. Red envelopes, really? Yes. I didn't know that was a tradition. So is there, can I ask, is there something in the envelope or is it just? Oh, yes. Usually, um, you know, the seniors and the elders would give like the pocket money five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars gotcha. bill or like a close relatives they give you a hundred dollar bill in the inside envelopes and uh, i do that with my kids at all the time when we had a lunar chinese new year so this is something tradition and we will pass down for generations after generations interesting i never i didn't know that that's really cool um we all started somewhere, so we all had a very first job. What was your very first job? Wow. This, believe it or not, my very first job is to work in Canada's Wonderland as ride operator for Drop Zone and Nightmares. 
This so, is really yeah. funny. I have to share with you though. Today, I've also recorded another podcast to air in a couple weeks, and the first time ever that I had someone say Canada's Wonderland, and then now you. So there's two Canada Wonderlands uh, on my podcast as their very first job. That is cool. Did you get to ride the rides too? I believe not. I'm I'm pretty scared of the hide, and oh. uh, <laughs> even though I I I was the operate uh, ride operator, but I'm really scared to try though. Uh, yeah. Even though we have a free ride every time when it gets off the after hour, but I never ever try that. Not not a person who likes not a person. No, no, exactly. I can All try right. some like a maybe in the try the kids zone, but definitely not in the drop zone. <laughs> the kids zone. That's great. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick a word to describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Well, this is very actually very interesting and very hard question, but. If I have to use one word to describe myself, I would say is innovative. Um, I'm very innovative, and people from my past manager and leader they said, "John, you are super innovative. You have very innovative mindset to try things brand new." I would say that too. I've I've seen you in action and uh, and the way you do things. Yeah, innovative. That's awesome. Well, as we're getting ready here to jump in, um, uh, you know, I was telling you earlier as we're getting started, a lot of our listeners are, you know, in the in the younger category and are career seekers or just looking to understand a little bit more about how people got where they are and, you know, where did they come from? And we all have a personal journey and a personal story that that we like to share. And I was hoping you maybe could talk a little bit more about some of your twists and turns in your path uh, with the listeners, where it all started and then really kind of how you got to where you are today. For sure. Right. So as you know, I was raised in a in a typical Asian family, and it was told to go to medical or law school after. However, I took a, a completely different career path after graduation. So my business partner and I started our own company to recruit international students on behalf of American and Canadian institutions for secondary and undergraduate programs. I traveled extensively Asia, such as Japan, China, South Korea, and Taiwan to recruit the students. After seven years of traveling, I settled in Toronto with my wife. I got into the human resource industry and worked my way from recruiter to account manager, and then found my sweet spot as 360 perm recruiter. In 2016, I officially started my corporate journey to join the TD, RBC, and Scotiabank, eventually working at a Trupanian as a senior recruiting manager. That's really awesome. Like, um, and and going over and and talking to these students and and recruiting them to come to Canada. How, what, what kind of, what kind of questions did they ask? Were they excited to try a new country, or how did that? Oh yeah. So when I actually uh, chatted with those international students, especially their parents, and they're super excited to see, uh, what is the difference between Canadian versus American institutions. In terms of these secondary programs, you know, like undergraduate programs, they all they always ask a lot of questions about what's the life look like in the U.S. in Canada, and what will you know, and what will be the admission requirements, and what kind of you know preparation do they have to prepare, especially you know what kind of what would be the TOEFL score look like, what will be yeah. the IELTS score look like, and they have so many questions, and they want to know what's the city look like. Is this a modern city or this is like suburban area? 
There's so many questions, and are they friendly? So there's tons of questions from parents <laughs> and students. Yeah, I can only imagine. But what a what a great impact you had on on recruiting and bringing students internationally here to experience Canada and get their first start. So, um, I also often tell students that you know your degree does not need to be a linear path to your career. And I know what's really interesting about your your Bachelor of Science in Honors and double major in Biology and Psychology, and now you're in recruitment. So you know you are for me the exact example of what. I think happens. People don't always have a linear path. What are your thoughts about this overall, given your experience? The the great question, Brian. I hundred percent agree with you. Um, I believe your degree does not mean you're qualified for a job. Just just like Elon Musk said, education or Jack Ma said, education doesn't mean we will secure a job for you. So if you possess a, what I believe is, if you possess a consistent self learning mindset. And with a can-do attitude, it really sets you apart from the rest of people. At the end, having a degree really helps build a fundamental framework for me to adapt quickly to a new environment. So this is something I believe education or degree really helped me to get where where I am right now in terms of the recruitment side. Yeah, and uh, you know, being active as a recruiter and things, do you find that candidates sometimes are worried that their degree doesn't doesn't uh, is not aligned to the roles, or do you ever have that conversation with with candidates? Yes, I do. I do see sometimes candidates get nervous and get a very kind of anxious about, oh, John, I don't have the certain degree to be able to get where do I, I want to be. But as a recruiter or as an HR professional, I always say, mm, I think. There's always like online courses. There's always like the online degree or maybe other 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 sort of training available. But the the question is, you're gonna need to have the consistent, the self learning mindset to be yeah. able to get where you are. Right? I agree. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that is just my. I'm trying to reiterate. Yes, self learning and the kind of attitude are very way more important than the. The active degree actual self. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's a big demystifier with a lot of people as well as parents and advice that sometimes people give. And uh, you know, I think with any sort of formal education, uh, continuous education, as you said, self learning, you know, you can really set yourself up to just be a constant life learner and and be able to experience new new opportunities, new jobs, new careers. So exactly. it's so such a great way to think. Um, so this month, as you know, is Asian Heritage Month, and, and in Canada, the theme for 2023 is continuing a legacy of greatness. Uh, what does that mean to you, and what are your thoughts about celebrating this month? Uh, first of all, Brian, I really appreciate it for asking these questions and recognize Asian Heritage Month in May. Uh, what I believe is recognizing and celebrating the achievements, contributions, and the resilience of Canadian of Asian descent throughout the history. It is a reminder that the success and the progress of these communities did not happen overnight, but it is the result of generations of hard work, dedication, perseverance to overcome the challenges and the barriers they face. Yeah, and thank you so much for that. And I I, I really did want to bring attention to this um, this month on the podcast and invite a number of 
different folks from the community to share that. And thank you for sharing your own personal insights and what it means to you. I think it's so important to celebrate diversity and all the innovation that comes from diversity. And um, and I'm happy to happy to talk through that this month. And thank you again for being a part of that conversation. You're welcome. So you say in your LinkedIn profile that you believe that companies are made of people who fit well together and that people are a company's most important asset. Can you say more about that? Oh, for sure. Um, first of all, I'm a big believer uh, that people are uh, company are made of people who fit well together. Um, what I what I believe is the success of any company depends largely on its own employees and how well they work together as a team towards achieving the company's goals. So when employees are hired based on their skills and the cultural fit, they are more likely to be productive and engaged, which ultimately leads to the success of the company. In addition, I believe companies are prioritizing employee satisfaction, well-being, and professional development tend to have a higher retention rates, which is beneficial both for the company and its employee as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Great insights and um, great thoughts there. Thank you for sharing that. I, when I read that quote, I was like, I got to ask John about that because I, I agree, like without the people, there's nothing, right? So you really exactly. do need to have everything you yeah. mentioned there. So as we think about the audience on this podcast and, you know, primarily maybe listening in for self-development or trying to get that job or different ideas of ways of, of trying to connect with whether it's recruiters or hiring managers or organizations, you know, networking is a big, big part of it beyond just the resume. Um, maybe you could share a little bit, what networking methods have worked for you that maybe others can think about when they start to uh, engage in networking and, and figuring out how best to connect with folks like yourself? Sure. Great question, uh, Brian Grant. Um, I feel networking is very, very important, especially uh, when we either in a virtual or in a person setting. So before we dive into this topic, let me ask everyone, uh, audience listeners, some questions. Think about what sets you apart from the rest mm-hmm. and what is your personal branding? So my understanding for networking is a way of communicating and exchanging your personal brandings and your skills with others. It's a way of communicating, exchanging information. Um, in terms of networking methods I've used in the past is there we can definitely say there are several methods I can recommend. First of all, most is attending industry events and conferences, either virtually or in person. We can also join professional organizations on LinkedIn or other other Facebook groups. We can also use massively social media. One of the examples is LinkedIn by connecting with others, engaging with the discussion, to building relationships and establish yourself as a thoughtful person by making some comments. And being don't forget being a volunteer for industry-related events. Organizations is a great way to meet new people and expand your network. That's what yeah. Yeah, that that's some great, great valuable insights into that. And um I love the fact that you, you know, talked about the different methods of connecting, because sometimes I think people uh, don't necessarily realize that networking comes in many shapes and forms and how 
how you go about it, you know, is, is all different ways, whether it's social or an industry event, like you said. And I love the fact that you said establish yourself as a thoughtful person, because when you do that, it can, people read what you write, right? And it's interesting to see that. Um, I have a question as a follow-on, if you don't mind. Do you, sure. what do you think about LinkedIn messaging um, as a way to connect? Um, you know, a lot of people use it, obviously. Um, recruiters, it's, you know, our, our life blood sometimes is how we connect with people. But, you know, what do you, what are your thoughts about LinkedIn messaging and what stands out when someone reaches out to you via LinkedIn messaging? Um, I think LinkedIn message is just a way to express your personal opinion and your personal branding to the others. Um, in terms, how do we stand out the, on LinkedIn is there's definitely, um, I can definitely some share some advice is customize your application. Mm. For example, by tailoring your profile application material to specific position or job you're applying for. And also, also you can highlight your relevant skills, experience, and demonstrate how your background aligns with the values and the goals for the certain company or certain person. And also showcase your achievements by using examples of your past accomplishments to demonstrate your abilities and experience. And remember, be specific and quantify your achievements whenever possible. And also, don't forget building relationships with people in your industry can really help you to stand out. And also attending industry events, joining professional organizations, and using the social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, to connect with others in your field. Remember, standing out to others requires lots of effort and attention to details. Be thoughtful and deliberate in your approach. And also focus on showing, showcasing your unique skills and experience. Yeah, that's such such good thoughts there. And I know focusing on the unique skills and experience just so important uh when when you're looking to find an opportunity. Um, you know, sometimes people are have trouble articulating it or or sharing the differences about what they might bring. But really when we're looking for these folks, we're really looking for that value, right? That they can bring to the organization and what they can help uh the organization become. So yeah, some great ideas there. Um, uh, so I'm thinking like as, uh, you know, if there was any maybe thing that we didn't get to that you might have wanted to reflect on or talk about today, um, I, I know that you've really been such a, a great, valuable resource to so many people and you've, you've placed so many people at so many organizations um, and you've really been a life changer for people in, in, in the roles that you've played. But is there anything specific or last minute thought you'd like to reflect on and leave the audience with today? Yes, I do. I do have some like last minute thoughts I'd like to share with the listeners. Um, I think first thing first is I like to, I would like to emphasize the importance of continuous learning and growth. This is super, super important. Um, I believe in a today's rapid changing job market, it is essential to stay up to date to young industry developments, new technology, and best practices. Always seek out opportunities proactively with curious mindset for professional development, whether it's through training programs, online courses, or industry events. But last not least, remember, investing in your own growth and development. You can stay competitive and open up new opportunities 
for yourself. Absolutely. Such, such great insights to share with the listeners. And, um, and sometimes I think, you know, that growth and development is something that we leave to the end of the day, but really I love that you closed with that because it is such an important way to differentiate yourself and stay competitive. Um, again, I couldn't think of a better person to join me on this month for this podcast. I so excited to catch up with you today and to have you join. And I want to thank you so much, John, for, for being a part of this experience and helping others to think, you know, more innovatively and different about the way they pack, you know, approach the job market. Thank you everyone for listening. And thank you, Brian, for having me here. Absolutely. So for our listeners, if you like what you heard today, you know, please share this podcast with your network on Spotify. You can also follow Coffee with Convery on Instagram. And for next time, until next time, please stay well.